Hello everyone, this is a new episode of QA About ESL podcast. Dmitry is my guest for today. His ESL story as well as his approach to studying are very interesting. We were talking about history and literature, culture and language. Welcome to the 11th episode. My name is Dmitry. I live in LA. Actually, I, uh, I moved from LA to Irvine. Um, I'm a video and a film editor. I've done, um, I believe, seven feature films by now. I'm doing commercials. Uh, as well as feature films, uh, music videos, you know, that stuff. Um, I moved to United States, well, like five years ago. I'm waiting to, like, actually, I can't wait to become a, a citizen. I already applied for mm-hmm. citizenship. Um, and um, mm-hmm. that's my story. It's great. Yeah. Uh, actually, I wanted to ask you even, uh, like, more deep, deep question about your story. Tell me your ESL story. Uh, well, sure thing. Oh, exactly? oh okay. Yes, <laughs> want I to want to know how you studied English. So, how you how did you start studying English, and how you um, how you even uh, start to be interested in uh, in learning English? What was your interest main point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Uh, hmm. Well, that's that's a funny uh, funny story because the story of me learning English is the story of uh, probably the most laziest person <laughs> in the world uh, trying to do what he's supposed to do, uh, but almost almost uh, on every current corner failing at everything. Um, to make long story short, I graduated from uh, Moscow Linguistics University uh, and my English is supposed to be my like primary language uh, besides Russian, besides my native language. So it's uh, supposed to be my first uh, secondary language and uh, French is supposed to be my uh, second secondary mm-hmm. language. And um, why I said is uh, that's my story of uh, me learning English is like a story of failures. Even uh, after graduating, I wasn't, I had to admit, I wasn't really brilliant and bright student and um, um, by that time I really didn't know why uh, I was learning and studying English so it was just like okay I need to study something I need to get a diploma in something so okay let's well English okay whatever let's study English um, and even when I moved here in in the United States um, like I mean I'm in the in the country already, right? I'm uh, surrounded by native-speaking mm-hmm. Americans, <laughs> so that's the perfect opportunity to improve your English. But instead, um, being also a, a video editing teacher, I'm spending every single morning <laughs> of my life speaking in Russian <laughs> instead of speaking mm-hmm. English. I'm speaking Russian every single morning to my students online. Uh, in Zoom sessions, in you know any other online sessions. So that means uh, instead of trying to improve my English uh, by having lots of conversations in English, I'm still sticking with Russian. So that's what I say. Why I said uh, that's I'm really a lazy <laughs> person, <laughs> and probably it's not a good story to to encourage other people <laughs> to learn English. Actually, your <laughs> Uh, by listening your your english it's uh, looks like you you know some mm, like miracle 
miracle answer. <laughs> so you, you basically you're saying that you were lazy, but your English is good, really good. So um, yeah, the, the answer, sorry for interrupting you, the answer is not being lazy. <laughs> and that's where I failed. But my, uh, my recommendation and my suggestion to the people would be, don't be like me, don't be lazy. So, <laughs> like practice, practice, practice whenever you can. Uh, so that's why I was like failing to do and I should do. So, and what is, what exactly did you do for, uh, I mean, practicing for sure. So you, in one moment, in one point of the time, you just decided to uh, look for uh, practicing English right being here yeah mm -hmm. well probably because like you know um i'm uh, right now 42 years old and i still remember like you know the uh cold curtain and everything i was really like young and i was a child by there but by then but still and uh when you know all borders were opened i remember how uh like i, I remember my feeling when i first traveled abroad and uh, realized that Hey, you, you're literally like literally doubling the amount in, of information you're getting if you are learning something new, like mm -hmm. new language. That's what I meant by saying that I kind of lazy, but at the same time, I was really interested in learning uh, different languages, uh, English in particular, because that's essentially doubling or maybe tripling the the amount of. Uh, opportunities that you come across the amount of uh, new stories you come across the amount of new information and uh, just uh, you actually literally doubling the world that surrounds you by understanding what people and uh, what people talking around uh, around you and uh, what's happening around you and by traveling and so on and so forth so um did i understand correctly that your main motivation was kind of curiosity about everything yep yep you, you got it yeah. right exactly That's great actually mm -hmm. i was curious okay. and yeah and to learn something new and i'm still mm -hmm. curious <laughs> uh i'm still learning something new uh it's it's funny like uh recently i i've bought on amazon you know the the textbook for uh sixth graders oh, on wow. history and mm -hmm. uh, yeah that, that that probably would be one of your questions i i don't know i'm not sure but the one thing that i found missing in uh in my studies is like we have different levels of education different mm -hmm. backgrounds right like being born and raised in russia slash mm -hmm. soviet union um i never had an opportunity to learn american history and american movies and american classics like we did have this opportunity later on but um you know it was like so it was like a occasional learning something from movies uh, with the uh, stallone and uh, mm -hmm. schwarzenegger but you know it wasn't like a deep, thorough education. Mm -hmm. So that's what I discovered I'm enjoying to do right now. Uh, I'm enjoying to read very basic books because like even on American history, I didn't ma know much about American mm -hmm. history. And it turned out to be so fascinating and uh, so interesting, so filled with events and, uh, and people and like, you know, personalities so deep and admiring so mm -hmm. uh and amusing so yeah uh that, that that's why i'm doing right now i'm dipping into and i'm filling the gaps which i still have in my uh education in terms of history in terms of culture especially in terms mm -hmm. of culture uh, of the country where mm -hmm. i'm living right now but like as i said from uh from where i started yeah curiosity curiosity was the main reason uh 
to, to dive in. Yeah, it's, it's really great because I think it's the main motivation for many things, but uh, not everybody for some reason yep. can find it. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's up to person. Laziness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the second force <laughs> that drives us, laziness and curiosity. I mean, they are together and it just depends on a balance. How do you balance those two forces? Because, you know, they, they, there's a Russian proverb saying that the laziness is the uh, mother of invention, mm -hmm. right? And the laziness is, is the driving mm -hmm. force of uh, creativity so yes. you know in order not to not to fetch heavy mammoths across the the um the valley our ancestors invented mm -hmm. the wheels yes. right <laughs> so that's that's the laziness laziness yeah. at work yeah, actually yeah you're right <laughs> yep uh so you know you mentioned that you uh you was was studying the english at your university right well, for <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, and uh, did you have something like what uh, was the parts of your life which were affected by uh, you knowing language? So, is the by those times? So, for instance, oh, yes, oh, yeah, for sure, sure. oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, like you were right to give an mm -hmm. example, yeah, yes, please. Oh, okay, so yeah, for sure, because as I said, I'm a, I'm a video editor and um. By that time, every single piece of software was uh, mm -hmm. in English. So, like, it's basically impossible. It was basically impossible to find a program that was translated uh, into Russian. So, and actually, it's, it, it still be, uh, remains uh, my habit to work in English interface in many editing programs, mm -hmm. even though they nowadays have uh, Russian interfaces and everything. But still, it's it's very comfortable comfortable for me to work in. Uh, uh, native language of the program which mm -hmm. is English uh, but um, by that time uh, uh, there was only opportunity the only chance to study the program is to study it in English so yeah that really that really helped me tremendously and um, actually it was you know like a bi-directional process like me studying English was really helping me to study the mm -hmm. software and by working in the English-based mm -hmm. software, uh, and even like in operating system, I didn't convert operating system like Mac OS or mm -hmm. Windows to Russian. I still was like forcing myself to, you know, like to dive in into uh, English environment, even if if this environment were only an operating system on my computer, but still. And it really helped me to learn and memorize some, you know, words mm -hmm. that you probably consider basic like file mm -hmm. view mm -hmm. edit window you know those basic stuff mm -hmm. that's around that mm -hmm. surrounds you and um, that really helps so it's like a b really as i said bi-directional mm -hmm. process okay it's it's actually uh, i think it's help it, it helps not only uh with like with program itself but also when you're using uh the words uh, for uh, like for some some like regular stuff uh, when you're using language, different language, like English language, for instance, which is not your first language, for different stuff, you can even uh, understand it more, like in the cultural wise. So, yeah, it's absolutely it's kind of you're right. Yeah, yeah. Ki kind of both both directions, three directions actually. Also, <laughs> not only learn, like not not only you learn English, but uh, English uh, teaches you kind of. Um, I, I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, that's for that. sure. Yeah. I agree. So. Um, 
what do you, you've not, you've mentioned that you like uh, American culture very much. What uh, is your like most uh, uh, most like likable thing in American culture? I mean, in any parts of it. So whatever you choose. Well, um, as I said, I I recently discovered. American history, it's like, it's hard to believe because like most Americans discover American history when they're like in probably kindergarten or like elementary school. And but for me, like I discovered American history at age of 42. Congratulations, Dimitri. <laughs> but, uh, but still, it's, uh, it's so engaging to me just to, I'm not even reading the books, I'm just gulping mm -hmm. down the books one by one because, it, I mean, wow, it's, it, there was so many uh, awesome, well, sometimes awesome, sometimes not so awesome events in American history, but anyway, like just reading about them and uh, sometimes like thinking how those events like uh, influenced the nowadays, uh, like our current and present time, times, that was really, it is still is really uh, fascinating and, uh, and marvelous to me. So yeah, the, the recent, my recent, uh, uh engagement uh, in in american culture is american mm -hmm. history specifically you know the time around uh adopting uh, and inventing constitution bill of rights so that that time like uh, framers founding fathers all that stuff <laughs> did you already plan to uh, visit pennsylvania or other states which uh, kind of historical important for this part oh yeah for sure yeah uh, for sure, and uh, well, definitely as soon as I have a, a, an opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Because you know what's yeah. going mm -hmm. on right now, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. But yeah, yeah. So as soon as I will have an opportunity, of course. Um, the also uh, one of the uh, other interesting things about like history is uh, every single state in the United States has has its own history, and uh, I I like how people are preserving that those like small bites of the history of their history and uh like in every single town city like village you have an opportunity to bump into mm -hmm. some museum some historic site um some preservation area or mm -hmm. whatever like even even in california uh me and my wife or should i say my wife mm -hmm. and i <laughs> to, to be gr grammatically correct um yeah we were traveling uh, through like california from you know north to mm -hmm. south trying to visit all those uh, missions you know the historical uh, birthplaces of mm -hmm. california if you like if you can say that yeah we didn't we didn't have an opportunity to travel through all of them well it, we didn't have time unfortunately but we visited as much as five of them and um yeah we will try to to visit all of them i believe there is like 27 or something i'm not really good with numbers so <laughs> this is why yeah, that, that's why it's hard for, yeah this is why yeah, you you good go in language <laughs> i mean <laughs> probably yeah but uh, maybe maybe one is the compensating uh, like proficiency in one compensating lack of some mm, other skill yes. right <laughs> but th that's why it's hard for me to remember dates you know like 
on what date happened that battle or mm -hmm. what event took place on uh, that mm -hmm. date. It's like, well, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, speaking about history, I have a his his uh, historical education. So, I mean, basically, I can teach. Legally, I can teach people, <laughs> but uh, I would never do something like that because I was taught uh, with all those like very big point on the dates uh, more than on the um, events itself. And uh, I, I believe yeah. it's yeah, same it's for me. <laughs> very very bad thing. So in speaking about the history, this is more important, more interesting and fascinating things is the people and their decisions, right? Right. And uh, how they act right. in uh, different situations. It's, it's, I think it's the best part. I didn't know that you, that you, sorry for interrupting you, I didn't know that you were like, you're, like you were majoring in uh, history. <laughs> now, now you're my go-to person to ask <laughs> a lot of questions. Okay, about yes, you, you can, sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, today I'm asking questions. So, uh, let me ask you next, <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what uh, you did apply for your life, and I mean, for your life, personal life, or your fam life of your family from American culture? Something like, something like mm. maybe, uh, or how it's called, the football main event. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, uh, one thing that I take from American culture, especially from American language, which mm -hmm. I regret, <laughs> is using the word oh. like. Uh, is Yeah, because now I, I'm like using the, the like every time, like I'm trying to, you know, like formulate <laughs> the any, you know, like idea. Yes. So that really drives me crazy because, well, we have the same, you know, habit in Russian, mm -hmm. right? In Russian language, we use a different word, but it's still... It's like a, we call them word parasite, mm -hmm. right? Because they're like really parasite on our language by, you know, accumulating in the, in the flow of, of words. It's the same as, you know, or like. Mm -hmm. So that really drives me crazy. And I'm trying to get rid of them. And I'm trying to smooth out my uh, narration, my, uh, the, the way I'm speaking. But, you know, sometimes it's hard mm -hmm. to do. Uh, and so that, that's one of the things that I uh borrowed from uh, american from english language but uh, which i regret the good thing that i borrowed from uh, american language is the uh is more <laughs> first of all it's small oh, talk mm -hmm. um yeah like you know being mm -hmm. russian uh, all russians have like we, we're struggling with uh, small talks because in russia it's not a common thing to, to mm -hmm, have a small yes. talk right because you either talk into a person, and if you're talking to a person, you want to deliver some piece of mm -hmm, crucial yes. information, or you just you're not mm -hmm. talking to the person if you don't have anything to say. And uh, it was really hard for me to you know, jump on this mm -hmm. ship uh, when you kind of you have to to say something that is not important, but you still have to say. And moreover. You, um, you have to continue that conversation and you have to maintain that conversation with another person whom you never met mm -hmm. before. Like you met him in a, in a bar or just on a, even on a bus stop and you having this, you strike that conversation or they strike the, this conversation, this small talk, just because they have a free mm -hmm. time <laughs> to spend. And um, well, that, that was really unusual for me. And um, I was really struggling mm -hmm. at first having those small talks. 
especially when you're at the studio or when you're like at, you're meeting with colleagues but you are in informal situation or even at the studio you like working but in between in like in your breaks on lunch break you have to talk to people about mm-hmm. something <laughs> about some very sometimes like light and maybe even stupid subjects like what was yesterday on the tv and uh oh have you seen this new tv show or hey i wrote this uh, post on twitter about such and such and i was like okay why mm-hmm. should i care <laughs> at first because that's my that was my russian mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. speaking originally well of course i didn't say that sure. aloud right but i was thinking okay why should i why it's, it's, it's boring but then i realized that well it's a, that's a part of the culture you know like there's a proverb saying while in Roma do like Romans do, right? So while in the United States do like Americans do. So, and if I would like to call this country, my home, my new home, I would like, it's, it's my, uh, it's my responsibility. I might say that to learn the habits of this culture, uh, to learn how, you know, how those intricate processes are working together to better understand it and to better uh, to better become uh, an American, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's the nature nation of immigrants. Uh, it's like mm-hmm, a melting pot, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So I I would like to be the part of this melting mm-hmm. pot, and uh, sometimes like people comparing an American nation to Greek salad instead mm-hmm. of melting pot. But I still want to believe that. Why is Greek Greek salad? Because you know parts are together, but mm-hmm, they're not mm-hmm. mixing. And uh, but I still want to believe of about American culture uh, as a melting pot where we are melting together, uh, amalgamating and becoming stronger mm-hmm. together. So that's that's one of the even that idea of melting pot is is I've taken I've borrowed that from American American mm-hmm. culture. So yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. That's basically yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I love it as well. But for some reason, I. Uh, I have this in mind that uh, melting pot, it's more about uh, East Coast uh, part. I don't know why. Is that? That's because of New York. That's because it, come, it came from New York. Uh, originally, New York and Big Apple mm-hmm. uh, called melting pot. But uh, later on, I believe it's like it, it, it was extrapolating to the whole American mm-hmm. culture as a, as a unit. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes, probably. So... That's actually the one. No, no. Oh, sorry for interrupting. That's actually one of the one of the interesting stories that I once uh, read on the language nerds. There's an awesome Facebook page. I'm not promoting it, but it's just awesome. That gives you lots of you know some funny, nice stories. And uh, one of the articles were about the time, the period of time when a United States become the United States, and uh, like yeah, they explain the difference and. Uh, that simple switch of the article kind of, uh, you know, solidified the unification, even in the minds of mm-hmm. people, right? So instead of thinking about like different, separate, but still United States, now they're thinking about the one object, the mm-hmm. United States. Wow, that's, that's, that's really, I mean, that, that's one of, the, uh, of those parts of the history I was talking about, right? That explains mm-hmm. you uh, the views of the people through the language they are mm-hmm. talking of. Uh, and um, that, that's really amazing to me to learn. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I no, you, you. <laughs> you did great. Uh, 
great. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so actually, yeah, I, this, the people is the main uh, part of our, our lives, I think. I mean, we always meet each other, like uh, different people and all this. So um, how hard is to find uh, a native speaking, speaking friends? Uh, do you have uh, native speakers, friends, native speaking friends? Yeah, uh, well, it, it just happened uh, that you start working with people uh, and because like I'm, I'm an ed video editor, so uh, you start working on one project, project uh, eventually ends up, but you still have connections with those people and uh, because they like you, because uh, you are a nice guy, uh, your relationships are continuing to to different phase to different projects and uh, this is how i i get all my american and english speaking mm -hmm. friends like we were studying together back in 2009 when i was here in uh, actually it was uh, it was in new york i was studying in new york film academy uh, on filmmaking and uh, lots like majority of my english speaking friends are from that period of time but we continued our you know acquaintance and become really close friends with the with the some of mm -hmm. of them of those people especially when i finally moved to america uh, five years ago and uh, we kept in touch and we still keep in touch with each other and uh, you know thanks for facebook even if you cannot like be in person right right now uh, it's still it's still really helpful to just you know drop a line or two on on a messenger saying hey what's up how's it going yeah not that much yeah how about you yeah the same but whenever we had a, an opportunity before that before that lockdowns happened we like spent some time on a, on a beach right in in santa monica or we just had a party uh like their dog dog's birthday or whatever you know whatever <laughs> whatever silly excuse we had so yeah that was a really and mm, really bonding time and i truly believe it will it will come back we just need to overcome and just wait until this everything stuff is uh is over and um, we'll be back to back to normal back to meeting mm -hmm. on the beach playing ball just small mm -hmm. talking and and that kind of stuff so yeah um i i don't i i'm not sure that i have that the same amount of uh, American friends like I do, you know, back I, like I did mm -hmm. back in Russia, but oh, for obvious reasons, right? I've been living there for thirty mm -hmm. plus years, and I'm here only for five years, so like I just didn't have mm -hmm. enough time to uh, to get the mm -hmm. same amount of friends. But I mean, friends are not like yes. achievements, right? You're not just putting in tick marks mm -hmm. like, hey, I have such and such amount of mm -hmm. American friends. Hmm. I'm missing up. No. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's... So it's a natural process, it, uh, and I believe it will happen eventually. So, and I will expand mm -hmm. <laughs> my uh, my friend mm -hmm. base. It sounds awful. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, it's kind of like, I, it's like in marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I uh, insisted on this question. It sounds oh, okay. like. No, yeah, no, 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 I agree. No. No, yeah, I agree. Okay. It's like uh, some of my Russian friends. They say. Uh, when when they asked what you miss more about Russia, I said about friends, and they said like, oh, you find new ones. 
I said, yeah, but I miss the old ones. <laughs> so it's, it's not kind of you exactly. can, can yeah. uh, just uh, get new one and just uh, forget about the previous one. It's for sure. It's more, it's deeper. It's a deeper process of this relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. But then, you know, this kind of substitution happens, right? Eventually, because you keep meeting new people here in the in the u.s and uh you you stopped meeting new people in russia so the one pile of friends gets accumulated while another pile of friends get you know dissimulated uh, and decreased in amount because well you know friendship is like a friendship is like a fire you have to fuel it with the with the fuel right otherwise it's it tends to diminish and decline so Probably, yeah. like you have to meet in person even yes, online. online. That's, that's what I was uh, um, mentioned. So because I think online, for sure, online never, uh, never be the one hundred percent the same as uh, real life. But still, keep in touch with the friends. I think it's good uh, to to have those like Zoom meetings with uh, like with everybody from different parts of the world. So. I have a friends in Latvia, in Russia, and in different parts of Russia. So sometimes we spend some time with on uh, Zoom, uh, and it's very funny because uh, as an organizer, I should be like aware of uh, all those times difference. So it's uh, <laughs> it drives me crazy, but it's really fun. I mean, uh, just um, talk with each other, just like in old times. It's kind of nostalgic, but it's still. Friends will be friends, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I have one final question for you, Dmitri. Um, and uh, this. Just one. <laughs> question, <babe. laughs> yeah, this is this question. I basically asking. I I'm asking it uh, from everybody. I think in my podcast. Um, and this is question. What um, do you think is language affects the culture or culture affects the language well that sounds like a tricky question and at the same time it it sounds like a bit over overthought question because um well it's like not like I would compare the answer to this question to to the meals, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you want to eat cheeseburger, but sometimes you want to eat pizza, and sometimes you want to uh, eat mm -hmm. steak. So, uh, does steak comes ahead of pizza, or pizza comes ahead of steak, or like compared to like French fries, mm -hmm. the, do French fries uh, come ahead of uh, mm -hmm. pizza? You know th that type of thing. So. I, it's, it's hard to separate them to me because uh, they, are bo they both are like interesting parts of, of something, something bigger. So it's hard to separate them. So in, it's, like, it's like if you have two kids mm -hmm. and somebody asks you, hey, do you like John or Mary better? It's like, okay, it's hard to separate yeah. them from you, right? So here's the same thing. We're not talking about liking something, but we're talking about uh, given importance and oh, to to some of the two balanced parts. So that's why I said it's like really tricky and maybe overthought question because those two parts are never separate. They 
are always together. So I believe in both. So they are both fueling each other and enriching each other. So in one, it's like a, it's like, I don't know, something from Asian maybe philosophy, like one, one part is based and real and uh, depends on another and vice versa. So it's hard. It's really hard for me to, 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 to tell the difference mm -hmm. between those two. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I asked, mm -hmm. answered your question. <laughs> Probably you wanted to hear some more definite answer, but I don't no, have no, one. You're good. It, <laughs> That's how I yeah, see things. It's all things. about opinion. It's not uh, that some difference. In, uh, all, yeah, oh, it's that's also, cool. It's for me personally. It's more about different people. How different people looks at this uh, situation. So I'm really interested in it. So I yeah. kind of asking everybody about it, and uh, it's interesting to hear what people think. So yeah, I I like mm, to bring this cool. example. Like uh, you know, in Russian we have two words for uh, for you, right? So it's like uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like in oh, French, yeah, by the I way. Heard about it. <laughs> in French. Yeah. I'm not sure about Spanish. I, I don't think so. I, I've never heard something like that. But I mean, it's... And they, they used to have two words in English. In old yeah, English, they, they used to they have two have, different words, they have, but they did They have one it. word which is, uh, describes God, you know. When you see the, um, for instance, in the Bible, it's I think it's one place or maybe more places that uh, this... Um, this word uses, I, I don't remember how it's pronounced, but uh, it's very, like, very intimate uh, word, you. It's like our feet, feet. So it's like, and with mm -hmm. the same, in, in the same time, uh, in Russia, this word, feet, it's more about friends, uh, close persons, our children, and uh, it could uh, show. Your yeah, subordinates. This, yeah. And this mm -hmm. is the tricky one. Is this why I'm asking the, about the culture and language, what I mean by that? Uh, so uh, you can say you see as a too close friend, and at the same time you can say see for the person whom you not respect. It's kind of a very <laughs> tricky thing, and uh, so you mean yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's it's good that you brought this up because I remember uh, before Soviet revolution, uh, it, it was considered. Um, like you are going, you are stepping down to the level of your enemy if you're calling uh, him T, you know, like an, on a personal level. You're never stepping down to the level of your enemy because uh, you are such a noble mm -hmm. person and that kind of makes you less noble if you mm -hmm. go in, even if you're like addressing your enemy by this uh, personal mm -hmm. pronoun. So you always address your enemy before the mm -hmm. duel, like, like you wanted to kill him with, a, with your sword, but mm -hmm. still you will address them as as you mm -hmm. in plural like like meaning like in a, in a polite yeah. way even if you're going to like to chop his head <laughs> off you're still be going to polite <laughs> to your enemy so yeah I, I see what you mean like even with the, with the time language norms and uh, cultural mm, attitude changed right and transformed but yes. I see what you mean that, that was a good example in Russian we have different words for the world and for the peace Remember, like uh, before the Soviet Revolution in Old Russian, there was two different words and they were written in different manner. But after the Soviet Revolution, they combined into a single word, mm -hmm. Mir. Mm -hmm. But before the revolution, there was, and especially like War and mm -hmm. Peace by Leo mm -hmm. Tolstoy, it, it was written differently. The, the, world, the word peace was different, written differently than the word mm -hmm. world. 
and they they were they were really distinct to words and uh just by reading the book's cover you and you really understood what this book was about so just uh, one word gave you a different perspective on the on the on the subject that's really mm -hmm. fascinating yes. Well, I'm talking again, no, sorry no, for no, that. You're good, you're good. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for today. It's, it was really interesting uh, conversation. It's, uh, I hope it was interesting for our listeners as well. So I, I really want to thank you for this. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dima. Yeah, thank you likewise. I mean, it was a pleasure for me to be on your show. <laughs> so yeah, thanks so much. Thank you for listening. The show is produced in partnership with Saddleback Radio, a new show each Monday at 2 p.m. Have a great week!